you guys. Welcome to Chip Chat. Here in the studio this week, or this month, you still have me, Belicia Carter, coming to you talking all about some Child Plus stuff along with Amy Corkery. And this week we have two special guests with us. And I'm going to let our guests introduce themselves. We want to go ahead and get started with... Hi, I'm Dax Collins. I'm Product Operations Specialist here at Child Plus. Hey everyone, I'm Victor Ayala, Technical Services Manager. All right, welcome, uh, Dax and Victor. Very good. We're so happy welcome. to have you guys this week. So this week, or I keep saying this week, because you know a lot of the podcasts I listen to, they have podcasts come out every single week. We're not quite so ambitious yet. We're not so, there yet. No, not just quite yet. So not quite. But let us week. know if that's what you want. I mean, um, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> but this month's topic is all about resources. What we want to do is talk primarily about resources that are available to help you. And so I'm really excited to have that conversation with them, you guys. Um, my daughter, just the other day, asked me the definition of some word. She talks to me constantly. That's my shadow, so I can't remember oh, the word. She's my favorite. I know. <laughs> I'm waiting on you to take her <laughs> over. Uh, but she asked me the definition of something, and I directed her to her phone and said the famous, look it up. And then like a typical teenager, she whined and said, why are you always making me look things up? Because you have the world in your hand. There is no reason for you not to know what you want to know. Absolutely. And so um, I'm really excited uh, that I have all these resources in my hand. You know, we didn't have the phone back in the day. What did you say your grandma called it? Yeah, she called it a mini computer. My grandma was 85, but you know, you can you can get any information from the Google. So she was always like, where's your mini computer? It's yeah. just my phone, grandma. Exactly. <laughs> and, so, and then my kids still think it's funny that back in the 19s, you know, we didn't have mini computers <laughs> in our hands. That kills me when they say the 19s. You know, I had to get special permission to even use the one of the two computers that we had in <laughs> yes. the school with uh, internet on it. Did anybody else have those kind of experiences? Absolutely. My other, the other memory that comes to me is how in math classes, your teacher would always tell you, well, it's not like you're going to have a calculator in your pocket <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I sure do. Oh my God. You're right. That is so true. <laughs> You're right. And then I think they actually even use those, cal they're, they're allowed to use those calculators and tests right now. I'm, we need to go back and talk to those teachers. You were wrong. <laughs> I want a refund. I'm exactly. That's how I feel. <laughs> but um, it made me even think about how a lot of times in life, some of us, maybe because that's the way we grew up, aren't used to utilizing all of our resources out there, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, I remember about my experience with Child Plus. I was telling a group in Vegas about this when it comes to reports. I used to think that Child Plus didn't actually save reports and that that button was just for look because <laughs> every single yeah. time I hit save and I tried to go back and run a report later, I couldn't open that report. And Amy is looking at me so confused and puzzled <laughs> you guys right now. It's because the default at that time was to save them as a crystal report. Oh. And so I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Back in the day. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And so I couldn't um, save that crystal report and then go back and open it up. And so if only I'd use my resources, which would be um, customer support. Right. And so had I just called someone at that time or simply looked it up in the help center, then I would have been able to give in my answers instead of just suffering in silence like so many of us <laughs> tend to do. And we have so many resources. And one thing I want to point out, Belicia, is all these resources we're going to talk about today are included in the cost you already pay for Child Plus. There's no extra 
extra fee for any of these, right? I think that's really important because there are other subscriptions that we as a company use for other things out there. And we pay a hefty price yeah. <laughs> just to be able to use support from these sites. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to ask a question, if you want, and especially if you want to talk to a live person, there's a big ticket cost associated with that. And mm-hmm. we don't. And I, I'm really happy that we don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what kind of resources are we going to talk about today? So the first thing is if you need help for something, I'm going to tell you to do what my daughter (laughs) needed to do and let's look it up and read about it in the help center. It's kind of like an encyclopedia. Yeah. And (laughs) our own little child plus encyclopedia, right? (laughs) And so I want you to go there because there you can find functionality instructions for so many things. For an example, if you just want to know how to add a family to the system, you can go and search how to add a family and it's broken up in there. Um, The thing to know that it might be a little tricky is just that instructions are broken up by, I would say, like micro content. So mm-hmm. if there are multiple components to maybe, you know, that one function that you want to see in there, there might be three different articles that support that. But what's nice is that for several of those topics, for all of the big ones, we pull them together into downloadable ebooks. So if you yes. don't want to jump around from page to page to page, then you can download that ebook and see it all right there together, which I know people tend to kind of hang on to as well. People love those ebooks and they use it kind of sometimes as a start for their own um, policies and procedures of their program, right? They start with that document mm-hmm. and then they add their own custom information from their program. Yeah, somebody in Vegas recently, um, I just sent the instructions. If you're out there listening, I hope you got them and you're happy with them. (laughs) She's like, we're trying to prepare for internal monitoring. So they've held off purposely on the uh, update because they wanted to wait until they can have the instructions ready. And she's like, I just need these instructions. I'm like, girl, we got got it. And we already (laughs) had them in an ebook. So um, I went in and downloaded those and sent them right to her. But she could have went in there and saw those instructions if she was on that version. So just Mm -hmm. to help everybody understand when you're on that same version of the software you get that version of the help center and so I sent those to her so that they can start preparing and something else that's in the help center that's super helpful is the report index oh yes and we're still adding to that. We're still working on it. Eventually, uh, you know, it's going to be searchable by field. Oh. And so right now, um, the report index, you guys, not only gives you report numbers, but it also tells you every single field that's on that report and or the data. I'll, I'll say yeah. the data, not field. But the type of data that is included on that report. And it will even tell you like formatting options and filter options for that report. That's so awesome because I think, like, I know I get used to certain reports. So I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go run the 3015. That's my favorite health report. There are other reports that do different things. Yeah. So I think the report index is really helpful so that I can go and look and see, like, oh, maybe this one is better for that than running 3015 for everything. Don't even get me started. I use 3020 for life. <laughs> I didn't think I would ever change. I wanted my boxes. I needed boxes. I use that as an example, too, because it – we used to use it even for expiration date. Do you guys know there is no expiration date on that report? You have to calculate wow. your own expiration date. Don't laugh at me. But we used to use it for everything because we just liked the idea that the boxes told us who had something and didn't. So we were scared to branch out into other reports. And yeah, so. it happens. You find your favorites, but it's really much more efficient to find the right report for what you're looking for. I know. Which the report <laughs> index can do for you. It can. So reading all about instructions in the help center um, is really helpful. Um, there is also a ask a suggestion or submit a suggestion button in the help center. You guys, 
please let us know if there's an article that you um, don't see and you wish you had. So if you're searching for something in a help center and you're like, there is nothing in here that tells me how to do this one thing, then submit a suggestion. There is literally somebody standing by <laughs> reading those and waiting <laughs> for true. that. And then we will work on getting those articles in there as soon as we can. A lot of times we're able to put stuff in the knowledge base link within there pretty quickly. And so if you don't see anything you want, check out the knowledge base because sometimes we answer common questions too that don't necessarily warrant an entire article or a page, but we'll kind of answer those commonly asked questions in that area of the Help Center too. But speaking of being able to submit a suggestion, not only can you tell us what's missing from the Help Center, but we're looking for your suggestions for the software and Dats can tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So not too long ago, I took over the uh, feature request forum as it was. And one of the first things that I heard was feedback's a black hole. Oh yeah. People are throwing things in here and and nobody ever knows about it. Nobody ever reads it. I can tell you that is categorically false. (laughs) I read every one of them (laughs) personally myself. I read them and respond. Um, And the thing is, I'm going to tell you no. And I know it sounds like a bad thing, but really it's not going to sit out there forever. You're not going to put in a request and think it's possible for the rest of time. We're going to say, you know what, that's not in our plans right now, but keep voting, keep prioritizing. And we will revisit every quarter, every request that's in there and take a look and see what's, what's floating to the top now and what we're going to be working on. Absolutely. And that is what we use to make our prioritizations for the next things to add to the software as we go. Yeah, we look through that whole list, right? And then we talk, like Dax said, we talk quarterly about our upcoming roadmap and what we might need to change on that roadmap based on feedback from our customers. We talked at Scramble about being um, a customer-oriented organization, right? And so that that is what we are. So we make our decisions based on what the customers tell us. So giving us your feedback through the software about what you want to see is one of the best ways to help us shift um, those decisions if you want to see things that are different in the software. 100%. And now a message from our sponsor. From the little leagues to the pros, we expect every team to be led by a great coach. So why not provide the same support for your team while tackling one of the biggest reports of the year? Hire Child Plus to be your PIR coach, securing a PIR partner for six months. Coaching services cover setup, data entry, troubleshooting, and more. To view a list of our online programs and coaching services, visit university.childplus.com forward slash learn. All righty, you guys, that was really cool. I am glad to know that we're taking suggestions in both areas, but sorry, my producer is telling me, get out of the microphone, you're killing our ears. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry for you guys that are fluctuating with volume right now. We're learning, we're still new to this, but... um, All right, so the other thing that we have for you when it comes to resources is your ability to see those things in action in the learning library, and I'm super excited about that. And our podcast producer is also responsible for that. (laughs) I know, I'm so excited. (laughs) And so um, what we try to do is make sure that with each feature, each module that's out there, you have videos that break
break down step-by-step instructions for how to use that as well. So like the Help Center, everything is broken down into little pieces of micro content that focuses on functionality. And you guys may not have noticed, but within the description and the first video of all of the series, especially if it's about online, we try to give you an overall view. So if you are curious about a module, because sometimes I hear people, let's say something like internal monitoring or even the performance panel, they go, I don't really know what it is or what it'll do. And so we have a video and we try to briefly describe that in the description that gives you an overview of what that module does. And then you can decide if you want to continue forward and learn how to actually use it or if maybe that's not the thing for you at that moment. I think that's super helpful. And sometimes I'll refer to like the learning library as like Child Plus Netflix or Child Plus YouTube. And it's just like that. You can watch a video and then it'll recommend another one. And you're like, oh, okay, let me go see this. And then it takes you to all these different videos and you can kind of get, I don't want to say lost like it's a bad thing, but like, you know, you get in there and you find all of this information that you didn't even know you needed or wanted. And you're like, oh, these are great. Yeah. And then if I don't want to have to, sometimes my brain is just overloaded. (laughs) (laughs) I'm reading instructions and I'm like, wait a minute, I really can't see that in my head, Mm -hmm. then you can try to search for that same video in the learning library. And a lot of those videos from the library are actually linked in the help center. So you might not even have to go back and forth, but both are accessible by clicking on the help menu in Child Plus desktop or clicking on your more button in Child Plus online. So that's those three little dots. You'll hear me say more. And then you can get to either the help center or the library to see all of those instructions. All right, so maybe reading on my own, watching it on my own just didn't quite work out for me. So I need to reach out to get somebody else. I need some additional support. We have the best. Yeah. And so we have the people that when I was in your seat, you guys, and using Child Plus every day, I called them probably every single day. (laughs) So back in the 19s, (laughs) phones was my only option. But now we have other options. So instead of just calling customer support, you can actually start your conversation if you want to through chat and email. Is that right, Victor? Yes. Chat is definitely the best source for a quick response. We usually respond in less than a minute. Um, So um, don't check me on those exact numbers. (laughs) But it's really quick. Um, And yeah, if your question, if we can solve your question within five to 10 minutes, you'll get your response right then. Um, Sometimes, obviously, the questions or issues might be um, a little more complex. <laughs> yes, might require a bit more resources than 5, 10, 15 minutes. And in that case, the chat rep will create a support ticket for you and you'll get a response back from the rest of our customer support team. Um, but chat is a great resource. Um, you can also email, but even in the online help resource center, there is the option to submit a support ticket directly from there um, where you can... Um, You can kind of skip the steps of talking to someone and then um, you can just enter that information and we will get back to you. The the neat thing about emails is that you can include screenshots, um, you can include examples of what your issue might be, and we can respond to you right away. Can I clarify one thing? Because I know somebody is going to be, they heard you say you can submit something from help. And so there's a submit a suggestion and then there's the option to reach out to customer support. And there's a little chat bubble there. Mm -hmm. If the button says submit a suggestion or submit a topic, that is just for you to tell us your ideas. Because often Mm -hmm. I'll get questions. I get those questions, you guys. And I'll get questions that says, hey, why isn't this showing up for me? 
I don't know. I'm sorry. I can't help you. <laughs> so I'm just yeah. going to have to refer you to customer support. But unfortunately, you probably lost some valuable time if you were to have used the um, chat feature. And if that's complicated, then people can talk to us and we can make sure it's easier to see. But yeah, yeah. Like I said, chat is awesome. We, you can also schedule appointments with us. Um, yeah, there's a plethora of ways to get in contact with our customer support team. Um, but yeah, we try our best to get back to you as soon as possible. But chat is definitely the way to go if you want, you know, some kind of response from us within, like I said, that less than minute mark. Don't hold me to that. But <laughs> <laughs> most of the time. It's like you know. dominoes over here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do I get a free extra call if you don't respond within yeah. like a minute? <laughs> That's right. One other thing that I did want to mention, too, with the online help that is a feature that folks might not be aware of that's available in online help is the what's new. Yes. So a lot of time, the what's new obviously pops up when you get updated or an update is coming, and then it goes away. Um, but you can get back to that page by going to the online help, and there's a what's new. Um, and you can actually go to past what's new. So you can actually see, oh, I know this changed at some point. So you can look back through it, and I think we're... 2020 is as far back as we go for which is it's a long, while ago. it is yeah. a while ago <laughs> so but i'm glad yeah. you brought that up because i know amy and i will say you know in the shower this morning i know we were nervous <laughs> we're thinking about this stuff all the time but the fixes page is also something that has a history now it might not give you the detail and the ins and out for why a bug was a bug but if you want to know hey something isn't quite right and i'm getting this message and and you want to know if that issue was resolved if you go to the fixes page it'll show you i think stuff like that is helpful for even my phone because i realized at some point oh i wasn't crazy that thing was broken <laughs> at that time but it has since been fixed and so that is another place where you can go to kind of see what's going on with the system as well can i add something else to the list we talked about the what's new and that's awesome we also have the childplus.com slash more page oh, yeah. so um when we have those updates coming or if you're like oh you know i know that that I read somewhere that something's happening. If you go to that website, childplus.com slash more, you can see what's up and coming in our next update. So that's really cool too. All of this right from um, the help center. Yeah. <laughs> so all the main things that we're talking about right now. The last piece of uh, resource that we want to talk about, which is actually back to Victor, is the ability to speak to someone in person. That thing that I told you that we can pay for at other companies, but we like to include that. And so if it, email isn't quite working for me, chat isn't quite working for me, and I really need somebody to understand because I don't even know how to explain it well. And I just need you to see this, this weirdness that's happening. What is that? Yes, you can always call us. <laughs> um, Usually it'll it'll be Abigail. I'm sure those who call Child Plus have spoken to her. But um, yes, you can always call us, and um, usually it'll go to support. But sometimes it might be redirected to a different department. But um, yeah, we do our best to get those details from you, and um, we will give you a call back or whatever you prefer. If you specify, hey, you can email me. You can. Um, she usually the. It's usually Abigail, but whoever is doing that will usually write those down. And um, usually when it comes to phone cases, um, we try our best to try to stick to that one hour contact period. So 
we will. And we do a pretty good job at it. Obviously, there's times of years where, especially like during PR season, where yeah. that becomes very hard. But we try our best to get back to you at least either via email or phone call. We try to get back to you within an hour. And um, so, yeah, that's the expectation that you should have when you give us a, a call um, that we should be able to get back to you within an hour for either additional information or hopefully the answer to your question. I think the coolest thing about phone call is the ability, if need be, that you guys can connect to somebody's computer and see what they're saying. I remember when that technology, I had access to it for the first time and my mom was struggling and I borrowed it from our, (laughs) like what we were using, like log me in. And I was like, oh mom, I don't understand what you're talking about. Let me just see. And I helped her and I connected to her computer. She's like, oh my God, this is amazing. And she showed everybody at work, like her daughter was connecting. But that's cool because it gets really hard to kind of describe right Mm -hmm. or sometimes the way the system behaves it reminds me of symptoms for a doctor the second you get there all of a sudden the symptoms have cleared up it's like nothing is really wrong (laughs) it's funny you say that because I did also use that at some point to troubleshoot my mom's issue where you know because you're like I don't know what you're telling me I don't know what you're talking about let me see what you're looking at right not only supporting our (laughs) clients but our family members as well Mm -hmm. yeah and it's now we use Splash Top. Okay, that's the system that you're using to yeah, connect? Yeah, Splash Top is the system that we use to connect. So it should, um, I think there's links to it also potentially on the help menu I think when so. you can yep. connect. And, um, but yeah, it works just as well and it's pretty straightforward. Um, I don't think it requires any downloading, but it, it's all pretty straightforward and pretty easy. And I think it also has the ability on um, iPhone devices. like. Oh. Um, so still yeah. not switching from Android, but okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I have to say though, that if you're given a phone call, that is a premium service. No one picks up the phone anymore. So, yeah. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty nice. I was kind of panicking. I don't know if you guys saw roughly, it's about a month ago. Um, Cash out was misbehaving the app that many, many people use and they don't have in-person support. Their only support is through the app. And so, like, you can't talk to anybody, you can't do anything, and that used to be, like, now it's so secure because we only do everything directly in an app, so you don't have to worry about a stranger getting your stuff. But then how do you handle that kind of mass amount of volume if something goes down, Mm -hmm. if you don't have any people? Like, I mean, maybe they have folks on the back end, but I think, I'm pretty sure a lot of it is automated. Yeah. And, yeah, I... Yeah, I, I'm glad that we still have people <laughs> at every end, even on the chat. You guys might not see them, but they're, yeah. they're real people. <laughs> Especially helping. during PIR season, right? Yeah. Sometimes people get a little freaked out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We could probably stand by on PIR all day, <laughs> I'm all sure. night. <laughs> That's a whole episode. That's yeah. a whole series. Probably. I'm glad you, ca- you guys keep throwing that out there because this episode, by the way, is sponsored by PIR Coaching. But you'll hear more <laughs> about that on our commercial. <laughs> you guys, it was really cool having guests in here this week. And I hope that um, you learned a lot from us and them about using your resources. There is no need to sit out there and suffer in silence <laughs> or try to guess or be frustrated thinking that something just isn't working because <laughs> we just really over several pieces of data that can help you figure out what's coming to the software, how to use the things that are in the software, how to submit suggestions for the software, how to submit suggestions for the topics about the software, how to see it, how to read about it, and ultimately how to get somebody to partner up with you and even look at your computer. Does anybody else have any last little pieces of feedbacks or nuggets about our resources? No, I think 
the one thing I will mention, and Amy mentioned this earlier, what's awesome about it is that it's all available to our clients. If you have Child Plus, you've already paid for this. It's yes. yours. You so know, you there's no additional charges. Use it. Um, so yeah, use it. How, there's so many companies that will charge you extra for this, but this is all part of just being part of the Child Plus family. Right, and we want you to be happy with the computer and love it. So, all right, you guys, thank you for joining us for this month. I'm excited. I can tell by the looks on their faces. They can't wait to join us for more episodes <laughs> of Chip Chat. So you may hear these voices again in the future. Um, until then, uh, go ahead and check out this episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and even in the Learning Library. Yay. All right. All right. Chip Bye. Chat out. Bye. <laughs>